Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Final Show Films. I'm Sen, your executive producer here, and I want to thank you all for tuning in. Particularly, uh, I want to thank all of our supporters on Patreon, uh, and uh, especially our $25 tier supporters on Patreon, uh, who are Jeffrey and Alexander, Samantha Bates, Catwater Flame, and L, without whom we wouldn't be able to do nearly as much of the things that we do now. So, uh, thank you all for your support, uh, and if you're watching live on Twitch, uh, please sit back, relax, and enjoy. Hold. <laughs> Good start. Good start, everybody. Thank you. Welcome back, everybody, uh, to uh, Stardust RPG on Trails of Stardust. I am William Borshani, and I am your game master for this fifth edition campaign. And joining me today, we have Sen. I'm Sen, and I'm playing Colton Starbreaker, the orc. Artificer, gadgeteer, master, master, maker, maker. Uh, and crab meat is easily replaced by chicken, preferably from Delaware. And Jeremy? Hi, I'm Jeremy. I am playing Kendall Fairchild, uh, a Latrin warlock. I'm going to go with my own, which is just, Marilyn is just wannabe Virginia. <laughs> I'm, about to go into, right now. <laughs> I'm about to go into hiding because if a, if a stare over the internet could kill, I'd be dead right now. Uh, and, and Holly? Hi, I'm Holly. I'm playing uh, Mistel and Environ Rogue. And Marilyn is basically Diet New Jersey. So. Uh, and Swiss Cheese Engineering, Jack. Hi, everybody. I'm Jack. I'm playing Till Wayland, the avian uh, Way of the Iron Path monk. And I wrote most of the lines for these people. And honestly, Old Bar is a very Old Bay is a very subpar seasoning that sucks. Hmm? <laughs> Craig is going to kill us all when we get when he. Gets I, by the way, I would like to say that I appreciate that we all know the reason Craig isn't back yet is because there is no way he would expect we would be live at this point yes <laughs> only nine minutes after after the hour I mean, we were we were live four you minutes know before what the I hour mean. But, yeah. <laughs> but craig will be joining us shortly who is playing and won't he bees. be surprised <laughs> where he will kill us all through the, the, the hive of nocturne and torch bees we have uh, we, we have to just repeat our statements when he gets back though because it's one thing to read them <laughs> and we don't always read the chat anyways it's another thing to hear them the only oh wait no i'm sorry craig isn't jeremy never mind i was gonna say we do need to sprinkle them in out without context so that he just has no reason why these are popping up though I was going to mention something about puns, and then I had confused Jeremy and Craig for a minute. Oh, yeah, no. no. Craig's the one who makes the Yeah, puns. yeah, no, Craig no, would be puns very are, encouraging. Puns are how we summon Jeremy. Right. Yes. Or eating ice cream with a fork or chopsticks. No, that's Jack. Yeah. No, that's Jack. Yeah. Was that Jack? I thought it was Jeremy. That's me. Yeah. Okay. No, I'm the one who ate ice cream with a fork on stream. Okay. Yeah. As a statement. Are you the one against cucumber water? 
Uh, I don't have any strong feelings. It's okay. fucking water. Okay, I just know Austin and Monday nights is a thing yeah. with the cucumber water. The whole thing about cucumber water. Like, my only thing about cucumber water is it's fucking water. That's all it is. But it's water that's been strained through a cucumber. Yay. So wait, what's pickle juice then? Hmm? Also cucumber water. Okay, we just went to if, check. Just if more I briny. strain water through a through an uh, a, a colander, cucumber it's water not from the ocean. Metal water. <laughs> no, that's how you get hard water or heavy water, right? <laughs> and the, and it picks up functionally the same amount of flavor and nutrients as <laughs> cucumber water does. Yeah, to but Jeremy, fair. what are your opinions on yogurt water? Hmm? Why? What? Okay, figured. <laughs> why would you possibly? Well, well, you gotta cut the yogurt. With something. Why is that a thing? You gotta. I don't know if it is. Something. I was just coming up with an idea off the cuff. <laughs> I'm sure it's a thing. Oh, <laughs> how, about, Jimmy, Jimmy. how about alcoholic yogurt? Hmm, that's an interesting concept. That would actually probably ruin the yogurt. Actually, it would. Yeah, because you kill the bacterial like culture. Yeah, with the alcohol, hmm. like that would probably absolutely spoil the yogurt. Yeah, you denature uh, the yogurt. It, I think if you did it quickly enough, mm -hmm. like 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 mixing what? it on the spot and drinking it, that like a, like really a hard good. strawberry smoothie. Right, that could Thanks. legitimately be good because cream cream shit and alcohol, fantastic. Yeah, yeah mm -hmm. As long as it's the right yeah, cream. I wasn't thinking about packaging it and selling it. Just oh, like, okay. <laughs> pour some vodka in your yogurt, eat up. Yeah, and to, to be fair, the cucumber water that Austin drinks is actually just cucumber slices in the water. It's not being filtered through it. It's actively yes. in the water. So. Yeah. yeah. It's an infusion. It's like garnish. filtering it through a strainer twice. <laughs> I like that I, I said filtering water filtered through a cucumber by referencing like the fact that cucumbers hold water um, and people just continue to refer to it as filtering from now on. <laughs> Excellent. Mm -hmm. but wait, hey, this is Stardust, right? Yeah, okay, good. Yeah, we're live still. <laughs> Why do you start right when I'm trying to do the recap? Because we have GM brain, Shani. Because there was a silence <laughs> and it had to be filled. Uh, so when last we when last we left our our heroes, uh, because we can legitimately call you that at this point, you saved at least one town. Um, they had battled and defeated the false Hydra in the town of Reyesveld. Uh, also, Black Lives Matter, trans rights are human rights. Uh, eat the rich. The stream is powered by Sirenscape. Fendrag. Fendrag, yes. Uh, Old Bay is a subpar seasoning that sucks. <laughs> hey, <laughs> fuck you. I got back just in time. No, you didn't. We've already done, oh, no. we've already done the introduction and like 10 minutes worth of just blabbering. Vamping. <laughs> no, I can, I, can definitely, I can definitely come back in time to defend Old Bay if Jack's apparently not been doing it for me. Jack wrote the... <laughs> Sounds like you said a no-no word. No, we, we've been saying multiple things. All right, so my child has just burst into the room and said that sounds like a no-no word. So I have 
Get me busted. Um, that sounds. Get out of here. Craig, featuring child uh, harassing them. <laughs> as may be obvious, I am in the middle of a parenting issue. Uh, it is fairly lighthearted, as is hopefully coming across, but I am I am playing bees. I'll be back. Okay, before you go really quick, yeah. Maryland is just a wannabe Virginia. Okay, there's a lot going on with that statement. That, <laughs> would you, you, would uh, you prefer? Would you prefer that it, in your head as you go? Would you prefer it being a diet New Jersey? Yes, very <laughs> much you. so. Thank you. I win. Very much so. <laughs> very much so because there's there's a lot there's a lot less. Um, I broke Craig. Regional pride, shall <laughs> I say, that comes into play in that particular equation that I'm much more comfortable with. How yeah. about how about the statement that crab meat is easily replaced by chicken, preferably from Delaware? Not unless you can put the chicken into a shell and make it much harder to get. That's the whole point. <laughs> this just in: fight your feet, fight your food. Yes, yeah. obviously, come to Maryland where it's hard to eat. Uh, <laughs> that's our new tourism motto. <laughs> we'll see you in a bit, Craig. I will be back. I am so sorry. I love you guys. I'll be back. See ya. <laughs> So yeah. See, now we're as late as we normally are. Hey! Continue. Thing is, we were live much sooner. I mean, absolutely. We just managed to vamp and delay for the full duration. We're just that good. Uh, but yes. <clears throat> the group had defeated the False Hydra. Uh, and um, by their combined efforts, had managed to uh, Locate and uh, reunite Mistel with her family. A heartfelt reunion uh, that is perhaps slightly juxtaposed against the scene of awkward tragedy that is the city of Reisfeld and the number of people that are left who cannot remember the people that have been consumed by a monster. Uh, but we return as the group is staying in the city for the night uh, and preparing to assist in uh, welcoming in emergency services that are coming to hopefully try and help the remaining inhabitants of the city recover from the ordeal that they have just been saved from. Is there anything, any conversations that need to happen before the morning? Um, how? Uh, so I, I had been, I had stayed back in the town while they went with Mistel, um, and was just helping people under explain everything that was going on help when the rescue services got here and, and, and sort of organizing and then pulling all that stuff out of the town hall. Um, uh, was there anything since, since the remaining residents are so few, was I able to get like a head count for how many people are actually left? Uh, out of a town that held like a couple hundred, there are now about 40 people left. About 40, you said? Yeah. It's less than half of um, and then I mean, if it's a couple hundred and we are now down to 40, that's would, like 
twenty percent. That's like eighty percent casualties. Oh, sorry, I I, I heard a hundred, <laughs> not a couple hundred. Sorry. Nah, it's all good. I'm again just for the people that aren't know aren't know my uh, Bluetooth uh, adapter on my computer doesn't work anymore for some reason. I still haven't gotten. I haven't figured out how to fix it. Um, so I'm hearing at the stream from a distance that is far enough that you, the viewers won't get an echo. Hopefully, so I missed some things. Um, was I would I have been able to um, patch up and or help or, or at least uh, patch up enough buildings? Um, to so that people wouldn't be staying in the ruins of their old home that had been destroyed while they weren't aware of it. Um, because I would have been basically doing that what? until uh, I mean, I'm repurposing whatever uh, whatever uh, debris and rubble and other less savable buildings that I have, um, with my considerable technology score. <laughs> Yeah, technology is not like Mason's tools. Fair. I got Smith's tools, Tinker's tools, technology, me mechanist's tools. Um, but yeah, I, I'm trying to. I basically I'm trying to make sure that the the forty some odd people that are left have comfortable have someplace comfortable to rest while they're dealing with. Well, the, the thing is, is when they when the population is so small and the number of and the potential population based on the size of the town was so large, there are enough houses for the remaining people to live in. That haven't been destroyed? Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. there are there are more than enough houses. They might not be the houses the individuals used to live in, um, okay. but there is more than enough shelter for the few people that remain. Okay, good. That's, that's fine. I just want to make sure that everyone's taken care of before I rest for the night. Um... And um, I'm going to make sure that the town resources that that uh, Strita and I uh, pulled out of the town hall are stored somewhere safe, so that the town can determine what they want to do with it, and so that anything that's you know prized possessions or anything like that gets back to the people that want them. And then yeah, sorry. I just wanted to make sure. I just wanted to make sure that 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 little bit of paperwork had been had been acknowledged before everyone got back. Uh, were you able Any to, repairs? So, uh, were you able to find Mistel's people? Uh huh. I like to think that Till just kind of thumbs over his shoulder, and Mistel and a trail of Invarins <laughs> are all right behind us. Oh, yeah, this was yeah. like frolicking with his <laughs> I thought they were staying behind. Okay, no. That's okay. Yes, we certainly did. Mm -hmm. Ah, good. Well, we've pulled all the things out of the town hall that we could. Make sure Excellent. everyone has mm -hmm. stable shelter for the evening. Stored their treasury, their new treasury, uh, in a safe place. And I'm about ready to pass out for the evening well and we have place to call for the fallen thornwood government as it such stands to send some sort of emergency relief hmm? yeah i i call, well, as you were heading once the hydra was dead i placed the call into the core adventurers guild the people Excellent. would be here i did he give me a time frame for when we get here uh he just said they would be on the way yeah as soon yeah. as possible they have people on the way 
That's a, but no. Hopefully, ETF. no more than a few days out, at least. Then, all right. Hopefully, no more than a day out, but. Now, bear in mind that it took you like a couple of days to drive out here. Yeah, but we were driving. They can hopefully clear the airspace for recovery teams. We'll find out. Um, yeah, the the thing about recovery teams is like you fly those in to get people out, yeah. not to bring large quantities of supplies for people who are not going That's anywhere. Fair. That's fair. But yes, take care of the people here until the government gets down here. All right. Well, let's. Uh... Check with the inn. See if we can... See if they've got extra rooms. I'm sure they're probably a bit... Packed up. Would I know if there are people... Uh, like, is the inn one of the places people were monking down? I mean, yes. There are certainly a number of people. The people who, understandably, don't want to be alone in a house right now... Yeah. Uh, ...have generally sort of communally flocked to the inn as a place where they can be around other people... Who have been through what they've been through uh, to rest for the night. The inn is currently acting as something of a community center. So I don't know if there'll be rooms available, but there are sadly many abandoned buildings that we could take one of. All right. Mm -hmm. but, so, but let's check there first. Yes. <clears throat> Over to the inn. Yep. Look for some lodging. See if it's available. Miss hmm? staying with her family. Okay. Uh, Till will ask Mistel, you know, yeah, do what you need to do. Spend time. Uh, if you will be getting together to figure out what's happening in the morning. So if you want to come in for that. Mm -hmm. Whatever the regional equivalent of like 9 a.m. is. And then he looks at, at Kendall. Miss Fairchild, what time are you getting up tomorrow? Uh... Uh, I don't know. Do I ever? That's why I was asking, because it's been, it's very difficult to predict. <laughs> Just let me know where to meet you. All right. We'll give you a call on the comms. Cool. Mistel has a comm, yes? Yes. I thought okay, so. we've gone over. Okay, I couldn't remember. <laughs> um... But uh, the you you make your way to the inn, um, and uh, you you enter, and there there is a, like a small crowd. Um, it doesn't look like the entire town is here, but a significant portion of the remaining population are. Uh, I will have let them. I will have let them know on the way to the inn, the numbers basically, since mm. they, since they had all immediately headed out to check on Mistel's people. Yeah. The, uh, uh, it's not the entire town, but a significant portion of them are here. Um, maybe, uh, like 15, 20 people. Uh, uh, and you, you, you notice as you look around, um, that uh where when you had been here yesterday the food had been very good like very tasty it had been well cooked uh and well prepared with the with the abundance of supplies that were around um looking around right now it looks like it's fairly simple fare 
Like you're seeing a lot of toast and coffee, maybe a couple of eggs, maybe a little bit of bacon. There's not a lot of like well-made food here. It's very simple. And the thought crosses your mind as you sort of observe everything that Lev or that, that Fib uh, was Lev's husband was the one who made the food. And you have not seen any sign of him since the morning. Uh, do we remember him? I mean, you do. Does Lev remember him? And you haven't asked her. Oh. I didn't know if I would have found that out during the day or not. But there's no <laughs> there's there's no sign of there's no sign of Fib anywhere. And uh Lev is, seems to just be sort of going through the motions of making sure everyone is uh, fed. Can Till do an insight and see if he can, because he doesn't want to necessarily verbally bring up like, hey, do you remember the existence of your husband? But is, is she carrying herself in the way of someone who is fresh off of a loss or at least a freshly remembered loss? Or, or a freshly forgotten loss. Ready. I got a plus eight to that. Nat 20 for 28. <laughs> so. The thing that you pick up on the most <clears throat> is that Lev is carrying herself with the air of someone who is working and she she seems to be sort of very methodically and mechanically going about her work but despite that there is a constant like unknown sorrow on her face and occasionally you will just see tears streaming mm -hmm. down the side of her face and she doesn't seem to pay any attention to them or even know that they're there really okay Every time, every time she, from what you can gather from looking at her with a natural 20 on insight, every time she encounters something that would normally, in her, in her traditional experience, remind her of her husband, there's a hitch. Yeah. But she just continues to move as if nothing is to the, nothing, as if she's none the wiser. Right. Okay. With that, am I seeing similar symptoms on anybody else? Pretty much everyone here, essentially. Okay. So, to an extent, even though the song has ended, the effects are still active, from what I can and tell. Based on what you understand from uh, from uh, Jasira's knowledge of a false hydra, mm -hmm. those who are eaten by the Hydra, disappear yeah. forever. Yeah. Mm -hmm. There are theoretically magics that could undo that level of memory erasure, but... They're probably pretty... They won't, pretty they, they won't go away on their own. Mm hmm Until pull everybody aside then and just be like, this place is going to struggle in its recovery. Their memories are still 
patchwork at best from this thing's predations. Yes, I've <clears throat> noticed that throughout the day. Nothing, none of them get there. None of them have, have recovered their memories of anyone that's gone. Now that the song is over, if there are outstanding records and that sort of thing. Actually, yeah, that's going to be Till's next thing, though. Can he look around and see, is there any physical evidence? Can he find any photos or written uh papers or anything like that so you with... could so you could always find physical evidence okay. um it's just yeah, that like... the song the song would hide the direct impact of the hydra like any holes that it makes mm -hmm. but physical evidence of people was always there okay um like you can you can see even though lev doesn't acknowledge it or seem to pay attention to it you can see a portrait of fib and lev right. over the bar fib is still in that portrait right mm -hmm. um yeah, and like physical. We, we found the we found evidence of the like a much larger population and a mayor. Yeah, in like the in, 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 in the in the ledger's library. Yeah, but um, I'm more like uh, in that case, Till will just grab a random person, uh, out out of the crowd, somebody who seems to be less directly connected, and point out the the portrait over the bar. Do you know both of those people in that painting? Uh, and sort of look over. I mean, I know Fib. Can't say I recognize the other gentleman. All right. Or Lev. I know Lev. I can't say I, I, can't right. say I recognize the gentleman. I understand. We're trying to figure out exactly what happened here. And it does seem to have affected memories. So thank you. Uh, yeah. So they'll be able to see that, but it's going to be effectively records of memories that they do not have. Yeah, the uh, according to Jazira, who will sort of expound upon what she knows, the the effects are very similar to a powerful modify memory spell. Mm -hmm. In that it can't really erase physical information, but it can wipe data from machines, and mm -hmm. it can wipe all thoughts of the of the consumed from, well, the majority of thoughts of the consumed from the affected's mind. Yeah. She thinks that there might be, like, those who can, like, cure all magical maladies might be able to uh, restore the memories of these people. Although she also posits that such a restoration might be even more of a shock. Yeah, like, I get that it's sad that they don't have these memories, but isn't it also kind of a good thing, too? Potentially. You're, 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 Train of thought is honestly rather similar to mine on that one, Miss Fairchild. I'm no psychologist, so I don't know what the effects of this long term on a sapient mind would be, but a loss that you don't remember. I mean, might hit less hard. Yeah. Like everybody has that, anyways, so this is just another one. I wouldn't say that a, I wouldn't say that a loss that you don't remember hits less hard. Just that you don't have the tools to understand the feelings you're receiving from it. That so is probably, more my says, concern. Says the orphan. <laughs> right. Mm -hmm. 
No, that's a valid concern as well, though. <laughs> Jasira, Jasira sort of looks across this entire group of people, and she just... They might not remember the, the loss, but they also can't remember the good memories either. And they're going to wander around for the rest of their lives with grief they can't explain. Which is traumatic in and of itself. And probably harder to process. Mm. Impossible to process. We mm. all anyway, though? Some do. Some don't. I mean, speaking for myself, most of the things that I'm sad about, I know exactly what they are. Most. I, I don't know. I say most because I, there might be some, but I cannot think of a single one. Hmm. But ultimately, it wasn't their choice to lose these memories. No. They were taken from them. And regardless of whether or not they're better, they're better for not knowing why they're grieving, they should still hopefully a violation. be. But they, and they, should, they should also have the option have to choose choice. whether or not to recover them. Uh-huh, exactly. Yes. Mm-hmm. Hopefully... <laughs> But regardless, that's more of a theoretical discussion because I don't think anyone here has the ability to restore any of them in the first place. So No, but I could probably make a few calls. All right. I on assume, my home planet. Well, uh, also, that's probably a conversation we can have with the recovery team, that with, with uh, the restoration team that's coming from the capital. Yeah. I mean... From a mechanical perspective, you're roughly reaching the level that you might be able to do something about this, but none of you have a spell list that includes greater restoration. Nope. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. All right. Well, let's talk plans in the morning. Let's get some rest. I know that most of us got mm, a little chewed on, at least, or beaten up somewhat. Yeah. That wasn't too bad. Still doesn't say anything. <laughs> Jasira kind of he just smiles, smiles blithely, and lets it go. Then, yeah, the, uh... with that natural twenty inside as well, while you're while you're reading the room, uh, Till, you notice that something about this entire situation has affected Jasira more than she's willing to let on. Okay, he'll. Uh, you sort of notice that her he'll pocket her attention that is constant. His his constantly distracted as she sort of just watches the people around here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he'll pocket that for now. That'll come up later. Um. Does. Does uh, Dreams and Drams have any open rooms for us, or are they fill- filled up? Uh, they're not completely full. There, there are enough. There's enough open space that all of you could. You, you would probably need to share a couple of rooms because okay. I've only got two rooms really open right now. Mm-hmm. But there is enough space for all of you if you were to if you were to share rooms. Till's willing to do that. Mm-hmm. Yep. 
Uh, what what's uh what's Kendall's reaction to you're gonna have to share a room with people? She completely missed it. <laughs> like okay. it passed completely by. Okay. Well, we've got enough uh, rooms for the evening, so hmm. there's a so, pair, and we can split as needed. Shouldn't have to be many of you guys sharing, because I don't think bees even sleeps in a room. Well, we've got Jasira, Kendall, oh, right. Hill, Coltarn, um, Strida. Strida. Missile's gonna crash with her family, you said, right? Mm -hmm. So yeah, that's that's five at least. <laughs> Bees might be with Mistle. I don't know. I'd have to ask Greg. Okay. I wouldn't be surprised right. if Bees stayed in the forest, actually. Yeah. So five, maybe six. <laughs> I will I will assume that Bees is probably staying with Mistle in the forest until told otherwise. No. <laughs> it seems about Bees' speed. <laughs> five or six people, how many rooms? Five people, two rooms. Okay. You could put the girls in one room and the guys in the other. Good. There is plenty of room for four. Uh, for the child of an archfey, the child of a demon, and the child of a god to all share a room. <laughs> oh, look. It's the patron's kids club. You know what? I think that's fine. I think that room can just be sealed off and we'll... <laughs> Just, just build a nice little fallout shelter bunker around it and <laughs> just let that just sit. Insane. Once they realize, once that room realizes it is trapped in, <laughs> shit's then gonna they go. break out. I was about to say, they don't, they no don't stay trapped for very long. Right? <laughs> nope. Nope. It'd be the fastest way to make people from all three of the divine paths work together very quick. <laughs> <laughs> you're not I'm not locked in here with you you're locked in here with me okay but yeah um, Till will prep for rest uh, but try and catch just here by herself at some point if possible mm. it's uh she sort of is the kind of person who occasionally feels the need to step away from people just to process, so it's not hard. Okay. Is she like a corner of the room or an outside sort of step away person? She she steps outside for a minute at one point. Okay. And just sort of takes in the night air. All right. Yeah. So we'll drift out afterward. Hmm. Jasira. You see the, the wing sort of flex for a second as she sort of did realize that someone followed after her and sort of turns. Till. If it's none of my business, feel free to tell me so, but what's wrong? She sort of sniffs for a second. I don't know. Seeing all of this, what it means for the people here, it's brought up some complicated memories of my own. He'll kind of, 
His eyes sort of shift side to side as he's thinking for a moment. Do you want to talk about it? I don't even know how, really. Start with what happened? I suppose the easiest way to say it is I know that he must be stopped and that he is a danger to literally all of reality in his current state, but I still love my father. That would seem natural. He wasn't always the Demon King. My father, Dystagmos, at one point was my father. He was harsh at times when he needed to prove a point or teach a lesson, but he was kind. And he cared for me and the people that he led. And I think, ultimately, that care is what led him to where he is now. He... He always felt that Sarheim and the people of it needed protection or that they'd been unfairly treated by the arrangement of the cosmos. Right. After my mother died, I think something just broke. He became more distant, more focused on his goals of improving the lot of Sarheim in the cosmic scales. And I don't know where everything changed or if everything ever really changed. But where everyone else sees the omnicidal demon king of Sarheim potentially leading an invasion of all reality, I still see the father who taught me how to ride a nightmare when I was younger and showed me the stars that existed both in Sarheim and in the real and I don't know how to process all of it. And I keep thinking if I had forgotten everything about my father, would I be better or not? I think the answer to that question is going to be a journey. But in the time that you've been with us, I think I can safely say that you are an individual of value. 
your motivations are empathetic. Based on how you express them. And if someone came up to me and said, is the universe, is the galaxy going to be a better place because of the choices Jasira Zatrin has made? Based on what you displayed so far, I would say yes. That's you are you are not out to commit a net negative on reality. All of us have to get our hands dirty from time to time, and I think that only once we stop questioning ourselves over that have we pushed too far, necessarily. How much good can I even really do, though? I'm a demon. I feed on life energy and souls to survive. What doesn't feed on life to survive? Hmm? Mushrooms, that's about it. <laughs> Father always described it as demons and fiends are simply evolved to be more efficient in their gaining of sustenance, where most things have to consume flesh and take its energy into themselves. We just take the energy directly. Well, speaking as a shipwright, there's something to be said for efficiency. And there's nothing inherently wrong with being designed in an efficient manner. But an efficient tool is... Positive or negative, depending on who wields it and how. There's nothing in your nature that necessarily requires, at least based on what you've said right now, to be analyzed as evil. There's a lot of simplistic analyses that happen. And even if the majority of your home culture avoids empathy for the sake of aggrandization. That's not what I see displayed by you. Or whatever that's worth. And regardless, those are based on choices that individuals make. Very few things that I've encountered in my admittedly limited experience, that are innately good or evil. People can be turned one way or the other, depending on their circumstances and environments and choices that they decide. So, how much good can you do as a demon? How much 
good could a celestial do? How much good could an ooze do? How much good could a naive bundle of insects running around in armor do? <laughs> Depends on what they choose, honestly. Hmm? There's a lot more to that hive than I think even it knows, by the way. Oh, yes, and I'm sure it's going to just be a wonderful journey, as we all have to figure out exactly what's going on with that, but... <clears throat> that's an entirely different matter. The name that the... that the fiend in the rift on Severinus called it Zarathrax. That's a name that my father mentioned often. Not positively, from what I understand. Hmm. Sometimes. Hmm. A being of principles and drive. Even if often they were at odds. Do you know what kind of principles and drive? Hmm. I, it was a father telling stories of his of his past. I only listened so much. Understandable. But Zarathrax was sometimes a friend, sometimes an enemy, but always respected. Did Zarathrax insist that he could drive a vehicle when it was manifestly evident that he could not? I think Zarathrax was something more experienced than bees. I don't doubt that they Just could. wondering if there's been any trickle down. Hmm. Hmm. All right, well, that's one more thing on the list for th stuff that we will need to look into whenever the opportunity arises but muddied water always clears in time thank you Till. it's good to more than just airing things out it's good to air things out and have someone listen well a whole bunch of people voted to sort of put me at the front of the crowd. And so I'm just going to do whatever I can to try and make that work out as long as possible. Doing a fine job so far. Please tell me, like, Kendall has just thrown a glass through a window or something at this point, just to punctuate that statement. Kendall <laughs> <laughs> has fallen through a window. Right. All right. I mean, well, I'm not gonna lie, I seriously considered like, it, it, can Kendall be listening right now? I mean, if you legitimately, would I'm not trying. Yeah, right. Yeah, I'm, like I'm, it's not quiet. We're, we're not hiding this or anything. We just They're happen just, to be out on no. the porch. So yeah. So. Yeah, yep, yep. Kendall's wherever she can be listening and not like super obvious, immediately visible. visible. Yeah, like just literally just inside by a window or something. Yep, in yeah. eavesdropping position. Yep. Well, take all the time you need. 
I don't know if we'll be here a few days or a few hours past dawn, but we'll figure it out. Sighs and looks up at the sky. The stars here are brighter, but emptier. The stars in Sarheim are more than just chemical reactions and occasional sparks of magic and stardust. They're made of emotion. You can feel them hmm. as they radiate. Bit colder here then, I assume. In a sense, but at the same time, it's a lot of noise hmm. from Sarheim when there's an entire ball of angry radiating or lustful or whatever the primary emotion of the star is that day. Now we'll see what we can find. Maybe the quiet will do you some good. I'm going to stretch my wings, she says, as the wings sort of unfurl and she flaps a couple times and takes up <laughs> into the sky. Hill kind of watches her go just for a few seconds, but definitely understanding that impulse, but also knowing that he has other people he needs to keep an eye on and just turns and goes back inside at that point. Mm. So, Kendall, you see Till return to the interior. Yep. Kendall does nothing, makes no indication. <laughs> Till doesn't really notice. <laughs> nope. Sure doesn't. Sure doesn't. First two rolls of the night. A natural 20 insight and a natural 1 perception. I do like that my nat 1 perception still nets me a 13, though. Yeah. Bird eyes. Yep. Uh, but yeah, no. Till doesn't really have anything else for the evening, so he'll just crash whenever crash time arises hmm. yep since we're in the hey. same since we're in the same hey. room whenever you get back you just see coltarn is uh making modifications to his battle fist cool hmm. really hoping you were going to say coltarn's asleep and he sleeps starfish no but yeah no yeah, the, the the Iron Man, the, the the scene in Iron Man where Tony Stark is like adjusting the gauntlet with a really right, long yep. screwdriver, it's that right now. Right. So, mm -hmm. But yep. it's, instead of a gauntlet, <laughs> it's his arm. Well, Coltan, I need sleep. Then you should get it. All right. Thank you for 
everything today. You're welcome for whatever. And as Till's basically like stripping himself down to his shorts effectively, he's like, Earplugs, comm units, anal tactical analysis, letting Ken, Miss Fairchild hide behind you. He just starts listing shit off. <laughs> and then, you know, probably nine items in, just flops himself face down on a bed with his wings kind of <laughs> off to one side and starts snoring within about 30 seconds. Just nods. Goes back to adjusting the arm. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to. I just want to know. I appreciate, by the way. Y'all, y'all saw that that Kultarn had a cybernetic eye and a cybernetic arm that somehow manifested on the ship ride from the last planet to this one, and nobody has asked about it. <laughs> no. <laughs> yep. That's our t that's our NG. <laughs> so yeah, it's like, oh, uh, I see. <laughs> we see where this is going. That tracks. So Craig, uh it was assumed based on the based on the situation that uh there's only there's only two rooms at the inn. Um it was assumed that since since Mistel is staying in the woods with her family, that bees might end up also staying out there. Yeah, since bees doesn't that, really use doesn't really use an in room all that much. No, not at all. Yeah, bees would definitely stay in the woods. And if Mistel is, uh, you know, I was going to say if Mistel is obviously in need of of personal time with family, bees would not pick up on that. So if Mistel has specifically requested personal time with family, bees will sort of wander off into the woods, probably sit down somewhere and um disinhabit the 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 hive armor and kind of go and she's just her, catching she's catching up with her family. She would include bees. Okay. All right. The bees would be there. She, you know, she she's telling the story of what has happened since and you know be, bees needs to be there to narrate their part for when they come in. So yeah. Bees is also giving everyone honey. So, any other conversations that need to be had before a long rest is achieved? Mm, no. Kendall will probably get back to the room eventually very late. She can kind of walk. Strida and Jasira are already in the room. Strida's probably yep. already asleep. Jasira being a night owl, still awake as you stumble in. It's like she is able to walk down the hallway specifically because she has both hands on the wall. And even then, it's dicey. <laughs> there are probably about two minutes of trying to turn the doorknob level of drunk that's our girl mm. and after, then after a, passes out after, after about a minute of trying to turn the doorknob just here is open oh that's a bad idea that's a real <laughs> bad idea she just got she just got tackled and by tackle i mean fell over in the most awkward way possible <laughs> 
as as Kendall just like flumps forward and just here sort of hooks arms under armpits to catch her from hitting the floor. Door yeah. went away. Yep. Welcome to the room, princess. Ah. It looks bigger from this direction. Yeah, I guess it would from that from that low to the ground. Come on, let's get you to bed. I. Yeah, and she'll just. <laughs> she doesn't you. fight it. She's not. Yeah, she just. Yeah. He just lugs you over and flops you onto a bed. So you all get a long rest. Thank God. Mm -hmm. Back up above 50 hit points. Mm -hmm. uh, in the morning, those of you that are in town are awoken uh, by the sounds of bustle outside. Till will push himself elf out of the bed, go over, open the window, and then just kick off the windowsill and hit the hit the air and start making a circuit to see what's going on. <laughs> you haven't bothered to put clothes on at all? Still in your shorts? No, he's just I, in his shorts. He's fine. I, I will go to the window and yell, Till, clothes. <laughs> Irrelevant. Till, I was going to say, Till doesn't care. This is, this is Till's equivalent of, I woke up in my gym shorts and went for a jog. Um... <laughs> So you you kick out of the out of the window and start flying, and then immediately have to course correct to avoid hitting a flying vehicle in the like directly on the side. Fuck. <laughs> this is what happens when you don't get clothes on. <laughs> clothes does not affect my perception checks. Uh, as you sort of course correct, sort of corkscrew to the side, and then sort of re readjust and get like into a hovering position. Still mostly naked. Um, the uh, as you look around, you can see there are a number of new vehicles that have made it uh, overnight. Looks like not pausing whatsoever. Uh, these vehicles have pushed through the night and made it here into the day. Um, and you can see that a number of individuals, uh, the vehicles that have the vehicles that have arrived, um, are very druidic in craft um they look to be like hovering trees that are just sort of floating through the air or um like a a particular like a wheeled vehicle whose wheels seem to be made of enormous complex tumbleweeds uh that have sort of like continued to roll on hell yeah uh, and then, you know, like walking vehicles whose whose legs are made of roots that seem to like push through the ground as they as they as they pursue forward. Um, but all of them are sort of built to the kind of designs that you would normally expect traditional vehicles to be made to. These sort of like large rectangular bases designed to hold a large number of people in cargo. Um just fashioned out of more natural materials than you would expect a more traditional vehicle to be made of. Um, but walking around, um, talking with people, uh, handing out supplies, there are a number of primarily wood elves, 
um, but a number of other like other species are all all around um, uh, as the uh, everyone everyone who is here appears to be dressed in a in a, a uniform consisting of uh, like a deep forest green um, doublet uh, with uh, like uh, ocean blue like navy uh, pants with a mm -hmm. white. Uh, undershirt and is handing out uh, a variety of different materials and supplies. Uh, each of them has on the breast of the doublet uh, has a um, a symbol that is that is marked by um, a like a, a tilted tree that's almost like falling over out of its root, but is sort of wrapped in thorn vines, uh, which is the uh, the sigil that denotes the, the government of Fallen Thorn. Okay. <clears throat> um, Till will make himself a loot, and then it's usually easier to push yourself from landed position, from grounded out of a window than flying thread that needle, so he's just going to land in front of the inn and walk himself back up. Yep. Um grab his comm and key through to Mistle. Uh, Mistle, we have emergency relief here on the ground already, so whenever you and bees are prepared, uh, you can meet us at the inn so that we can figure out what's going on and decide where we move from here. Hmm? Okay, we'll, we'll be there. Take your time. Everything seems to be already underway here. This is all local authority looks like so uh no rush hmm. who's on the comm who's on the comm oh, it, it, it's it's till bees tell, tell till we said hi but, but bees says hi my best back to bees i hope you guys had a restful evening hmm? uh, we, we did bees we're gonna head into town in a minute okay um bees will turn to your family say are y'all hungry I mean, a few of us could eat uh, when Rule says that she sort of looks across, but I think we can. There's there's plenty of food to find around here. Okay, well, our honey's really good, and bees will <laughs> from the, the hive armor just vomit. I I I didn't say I used all of my remaining eight spell slots to cast good berries last night, so bees just vomits up forty good berries <laughs> worth of honey. The 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 other. Um... Uh, the 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 environs will all sort of sort of gather around and sort of gather up the like contained packets of honey wrapped in wrapped in in torch bee webbing, um, and sort of pick them up. They're like head sized to these environs. Yeah, I I think we've established that they're basically like horror show mochi, <laughs> where they're like delicious honey but wrapped in essentially hive paper. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I'll have. Oh, I'll, I'll have gone outside for whenever we're telling. I'll have gone outside to see who's leading the efforts outside and coordinate with them to get information to give information and see what else the dust knights can be of assistance on. Uh, as you you uh, step outside and um, the person leading the effort, there is a wood elf. Um, 
who seems to be sort of coordinating most things. Uh, and as, as, as you approach, um, he sort of looks, looks you up and down, recognizes you from the bit of report they've already gotten. Ah, you must be one of the adventurers who is responsible for freeing this town. Yes, uh, Colton Starbreaker of the Dust Knights. Uh, are you in charge of the, um, restoration efforts here? Ah, yes, uh... Dalen Autumnwood, uh, pleasure to meet you. Uh, and, uh, yes, I am in charge of the relief efforts to bring these people back into, uh, some semblance of normalcy. I don't I think will, they'll ever really have it back, but... I will hand him a data pad filled with a probably more thorough than is necessary report on the events as far as we could ascertain them. Uh, the extent of damage that I was able to ascertain as of yesterday after dealing after we dealt with the Hydra, the amount of uh, town resources still available uh, based on what we have recouped and put in a safe location, number of residents alive, number of residents still alive, names, he's he spent all the time where everyone else was off doing things with Mist, doing things with Mistel and finding her family. Uh, Coltar just was correlating data. <laughs> it was a heavily detailed sit rep. <laughs> I had Tolbar working in the background, just collating. Um, takes it, looks over it. This is extensive and will be very useful for allocating resources. Uh, thank you. Not the problem. I like to make sure that. Provide as much detail as is necessary. Uh, is there anything that your forces would need us further assistance on uh, that the Dust Knights could provide? I think we've got it from here. The uh, government of Fallen Thornwood thanks you, adventurers, and the Core Adventurers League for dealing with this dangerous creature, but uh, we will take care of our own. We're out. Very well. Uh, we may stay... We may be around... Uh, a day or so more, depending on the rest of the group's uh, decisions. But if you need us, just give us a call. Of course. And I will. Well, give... if you excuse me, I must continue coordinating. And I'll give him whatever sort of a salute seems proper. Uh, and You're technically a civilian. He's technically government. There's not really any required oh, yeah. address. So it's, so it's definitely <laughs> like a dwarven, like a, just like a dwarven, like like an old dwarven military salute or something that he learned from his that he learned from the the starbreaker arms um and uh get on the vox uh get on the com and let everyone know the updated situation uh, as till uh, goes up till goes upstairs uh, so till probably passes coltarn going out i would assume uh and uh just Raps twice on the girl's door before crossing the hall to start throwing actual clothes on over top of his uh, over top of his shorts, and then yeah, hopefully, if if they come out before, he'll just come. He'll follow them down, but otherwise, just head back down and out after he's gotten ready and grabbed I mean, all his Jasira, shit. Jasira and Sarita have been getting up in the morning and getting prepped, putting clothes on, gathering their weapons, gathering their gear, putting it all back together. 
as as you as the knock happens, uh, Jasira still inside. Uh, Serena strapping her shield back to her back. Uh, Jasira looks over to see what Kendall's situation is. Um, is, is Tilla never nude? Did I miss that? <laughs> Till Till went jogging this morning, effectively, but in the sky. So he put no, on he I has know, shorts on. It was the whole like you wake up, you got shorts on, you come back, you get dressed over the shorts. Well, yeah, they're well, technically yeah. is they're technically his undergarments. Hmm? Okay, yeah. Some people were not never under- nude. He just goes jogging in his underwear. Yeah, some people refer to their underwear. Sure, shorts. it's not weird. No. Um, he'll take a shower later. Leave him alone. <laughs> Tills bo just like all over the sky. <laughs> what do wow. you think actual birds do? <laughs> I mean, that is fair. Um, Kendall is clearly conscious at this point, but is just sort of lying there right now. The way you know she's conscious is is the occasional groan. No. She has grabbed a pair of sunglasses and put them on her face. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, uh, I was, that was, it was either going to be that or you know she's conscious because she's got her phone up as well. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, uh, And it doesn't look like they were put on in that haphazard, like sleep dressing way right no this is <laughs> this is they were very clearly put on Jasira mm. yep. looks over to Strita and goes I don't have any hangover cures do you and Strita goes I can't say that I'm equipped with that kind of magic either oh I'll be fine I don't really I don't get horribly hungover I just don't want to get up yet I'll be I'll be there before don't worry about it I'm good I love I love that there wasn't I love that there wasn't I love that there wasn't a before what in that statement. She says <laughs> she opens the door and she and Strita just make their way out. Yep. They leave the door open behind them for the noise of downstairs to come up to act as an incentive. Well, until we'll see the door open. I don't know how and... they think that's incentive. <laughs> and sort of poke his head in. Miss Fairchild, do you need anything? No, I'm good. Thank you very much, Dill. All right. We'll be downstairs if you, whenever you're ready. Okay. She will eventually get up, get, 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 get dressed, and head down. The sunglasses have not been removed. These play actually do these places have internal plumbing? I'm so used to like playing D and D in fantasy world where there's no bathrooms in the in room. Oh, usually. absolutely. Like, okay, yeah. Till sha- til showered then. Okay, till sha- till would have showered then. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like shake all the whether water whether it's off technological or magical, there are conveniences in these. Okay, places. again. Yep. <laughs> we have cell phones, but they haven't invented, invented shit indoor plumbing, plumbing yet. yet. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Cell phones ah, and cars, but no... It's a gnomish society, I see. No bathrooms. <laughs> to be fair, Lev is a gnome. Excellent. As was her husband. What? Wait, is the implication that gnomish society does or doesn't have toilets? 
The implication is they they have an interesting priority in where their technology develops most quickly. Gotcha. Which is to say, yeah. whatever inspired the person creating. All right. Mm -hmm. <laughs> All right. Well, do we want how long do we want to stay around? I'm Are assuming missile and VAs have uh, arrived. This is a conversation that can wait. Yeah, that, that could not have started until Missile and Bees got there. Okay. I think to an extent, uh, my concerns about helping the town recover are seem to be handled. But, Mistel, um, you found your family. They're here. What are you, what are you thinking? Mistel, who is a lot happier than she was last time, is only half playing attention and like chasing one of the bees across the armor. <laughs> um, I mean, I like another day would maybe be be nice to see my family. And then like maybe after that, I'd rather not leave like right now. I think we can manage a day at least. I have some projects I can continue working on. Coltern, you looted the town, right? No. Coltern, you and Bees is very clearly slowing down. Uh, and even the bee that the bee that uh, Mistel is chasing sort of slows down enough for Mistel to catch it. Yeah, she jumps and tackles it. Gotcha! It, it, it's just sort of all the bees are like sort of coming closer to the hive as they work on this. Um, and Bees just says, Coltern, you requisitioned lost assets in the town after the operation, right? No, I put all the all the valuables that rightfully belong to the residents of this town in a safe location so no looters or scavengers would steal it until they got to a point where they could decide what they wanted to do with it. Oh, good. Remember, bees, we're getting paid by the Adventures Guild for all the work and danger that we went through, so there will be plenty of resources for us. Hmm? Did any of the villagers that died lose shiny stones like maybe diamonds none that i could tell Bees. <laughs> yes, this village has been through enough okay okay we're, we're not okay. gonna take shiny things from them because they've lost a lot and that would just be mean okay kendall mm-hmm you probably have lots of shiny stones and things, right? I mean, not on me. I've got a few. Not a lot. Why? Could you get us some diamonds? <clears throat> probably. They're pretty. How quickly, do you, um, how quickly do you need them? We just would like to have them. It's like seeing the sun or a star reflected in a little stone that we can carry with us. Yeah. Does anyone have uh, the say, amount can... that was promised for the job, by the way? Nope. Nope. Wonderful. Nope. Love, the, love the very specific notes that get taken here. I'm pretty sure... <laughs> I, have, I write down NPC names. It said, that's my job. 
I have an extensively planned out list of, of items and costs for every project <laughs> that I want to build. I do not have anything else. I have always been very, very clear that I do not take notes. And the few games that I have in are a bonus. Sorry, Craig, go ahead. I, I was just going to say, I do have notes, and it specifically says 12 diamonds worth 300 GP or more. <laughs> That's <seems> unlikely. 50,000 <laughs> credits. Did I just write those notes? I Maybe. may have, but I have them. <laughs> Uh, yeah, uh, Till wants to do insight on why bees is suddenly I, so I interested was in say, diamonds. I also do. <laughs> Actually, oh. no, no, Kendall's not because, of course, bees want diamonds. Why would you not want diamonds? God, I like that. Golden by the way, eight. in our party notes document, there are two distinct voices, uh, because there are two different, uh, like, oh, we have party notes, don't we? Yeah, okay. Yeah, that's not just my eyes playing a trick on me. There are two different, slightly different fonts being used. Um, are there? I, unless my eyes are just playing tricks they, on me. I like think they are. are because I have literally written all of these notes, I'm pretty all sure. Right. <laughs> it's the, the, the fact that some of them have that I wrote this in Word and copied it over yeah, pseudo yeah. background. That yeah. screws up the eye and makes it think that they're different fonts. Okay, so that, that's what I'm saying. Turn up. See? Sorry, I, I, <laughs> uh, I just like the entry for Chuck that says Chuck is Chuck, man. It's right, it's right there. It's in I mean, plain it says black and pink. <laughs> so but anyway. yeah, no, it was somewhere between 50,000 and 3 million gold. Hmm? <laughs> um, I got a 16 on insight. I got a 16 on insight to see why bees wants diamonds suddenly. Because <laughs> as far as I'm aware, this is the first time today, I should say, is the first time I've heard bees bring up diamonds. Um, I... What would bees roll for... <laughs> Not knowing why something is. <laughs> Roll me deception real quick. I just I want I want to see how this shakes out. No. Yeah, I'm, I, I mean, I'm the I, one I declaring it, it to be deception for a reason. It's I mean it's certainly not. I mean it, that's just that's just a flat. So it's a five on the d twenty. <laughs> so self deception is still deception. That's fair. So till um. What what was Kendall's uh, insight? Kendall did not roll insight because of course someone wants diamonds. Okay, She's just enough. accepting yeah. it. Uh, but uh, with with sixteen insight till your conversation with Jasira comes back to mind uh, as uh, mm -hmm. as you remember her saying, "There's more to that hive than even it thinks than even she thinks it knows." Uh, as you start to realize that. Bees want something that bees have never asked for before, as if it's just a thing. Uh, right. You're not seeing any underlying motive to it. You're just seeing sort of like, we want the thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, no, and he'll, he'll just sort of put that in the, in the back pocket of his mind then of, okay, we might have some sort of residual arising here. 
And it's not really B's fault for wanting something without knowing why they want something. So we don't need to necessarily deconstruct this at the moment. Mm. Kendall, meanwhile, has picked up her phone. Like how many, how many, how much diamond? How many stars are there? Well, there aren't that many diamonds. Okay. Period. As close as you can get. About this big, and some of the bees come out and make uh, sort of a. Um, <laughs> Shawnee, how big is a three hundred gold diamond? I mean, that sort of depends on a lot of things. But as far as spell grade three hundred gold diamond, it's probably about palm size to a human. Yeah. Jesus. Shit. Okay. <laughs> like small, like like in your palm, not like the entirety of your palm. Like it'll fit in oh. your palm. Okay. So like the size of a quarter. Yeah, roughly. Okay. Okay. So, okay. so I, I mean, and I'm not well, trying to say in, in real world, a diamond the size, a diamond about as big enough, big enough to fit on your thumb is just is several thousand dollars. So right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We also inflate the prices of diamonds because diamonds are literally cheaper than dirt to get because there's literally meteor craters full of them. Also, mm -hmm. literally any attempt to translate D and D economy, economy into real world. Into real world. Yeah, yeah. I, I would. I would I would argue this is a whole separate discussion, but I would argue in a world where diamonds have a purpose and that is literally not dying, they're probably way more expensive than the artificially <laughs> right. inflated ones in our world. Yeah, <laughs> maybe uh, this about this big. Okay. Okay. All right. Okay. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, I, to be clear, on a meta level, I hope it's clear I'm not trying to be coy. I, it, bees picked right. up the Vivify, and I want fuel for right. it. I'm trying to justify it in character. Yeah. Okay, I know a guy, and she starts dialing. She's going to call her, her, her gem guy because she's on her planet, and I assume her family has a gem guy. Are you 100% have a gem guy? I would assume Kendall's family has an everything guy. Uh, Kendall's not only does Kendall's family have a gem guy, Kendall's family has a different guy for different gems. Yeah, right. Right. Sapphire right. Yeah. guy, an emerald guy, a diamond you guy, an a ruby right. You got to have an opal guy, you know. But right. there's yeah. one guy that you call who coordinates all. Yeah, of. there's 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 the gem guy who coordinates all of the different gem guys. Correct. And his name his name is Tony, by the way. This is starting to sound. I was actually going to ask if it could be like a if it could be a a a. a fairy Dennis Farina, like from Snatch, like a Dennis Farina, if you will. This is, this is starting to sound less. This is starting to sound less like a like a like a marketing or like or like a like a purchasing transaction, and more like you're calling Power Rangers. Like... <laughs> so you, yeah, you, she's you, gonna be like, "Hey, Tony, uh, can you... I get four uh, 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 Zeta quality uh, diamonds? About so big." Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So you are looking for like a basic low tier revival diamond sort of quality? I mean, yeah, that will probably work. Yeah, I can, I can probably swing a couple of those into stock. Uh, I'm assuming you want the family discount. I mean, that would be great. Uh, yeah, yeah. When, uh, whenever you get back in the in the main town, uh, just swing on by and I'll have them ready for you. All right, awesome. You're the best. Hang on. <laughs> <laughs> Kendall's family discount is Tony's price less 10%. Pretty much. I feel like it's probably like just market price. <laughs> yeah, we just have to stop by town. We just have to go to town and we can we can get you some. 
Which is fortunate because that's where we need to go to get paid. So, uh huh. And as you guys prepare to gather up and head out, uh, well, that's we're, we're going to staying one day for his mission. We're staying one day. Oh, yes, we're staying yeah. a day. Mm-hmm. Um, till as the de facto leader of the of the Dust Knights at the moment, um, you get under protest. Alert. You mm-hmm. get you get an alert on your comm unit. Uh, from Xander. Go ahead. Uh, it's it's just it's just like a it's just like a notification. And oh, so you, okay. you, you you look at it and it's just uh, oh, never mind. Five, it's a text. Uh, five 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 thousand five thousand gold deposited in party fund. Cool. Or mission complete. Did we have any other money in the party fund that anybody has record of? <laughs> nope. I don't know that we have. Okay. Well, we have. I believe it's just been separated out. All right. I'm putting something in my character sheet. We have 5,000 golden party fund. Cool. I'll, uh, I'll he'll just uh, signal back an acknowledgement. Mm. And table that to bring up at a later date. Mm. Um, as de facto member or leader of the uh, Dusk Knights, can I request that uh, Kendall Fairchild makes a deception check? Okay. Mm. What am I deceiving? I just want to see if if Till gets any indication of that something might not be all kosher with with Kendall right now. Oh. <laughs> I'd say maybe he does. Okay. Yeah, possibly. All right. Good to know. Good to know. Good to know. That is a fair point. <sighs> we need to we need to start doing much larger jobs if I'm ever going to get this dust runner fixed. Or start well, we did get paid. Into, mm-hmm. Or start breaking into manufacturers. It can help. I'm sure someone's hiring for that sort of work. <laughs> He's just looking over a data pad that has a list of like a list of things. For the party's <laughs> right. information for the party's information, uh just to fix the dust runner that we've got now is sixteen fifty. Right. Uh, mm. to actually make it a a decent quality mech is gonna be another minimum five thousand five thousand eight hundred and sixty two gold. Mm-hmm. That's minimum. That's with the shittiest parts possible. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> the best parts, eight thousand nine hundred. So somewhere between those two. <laughs> okay. So what you're saying is we need about twelve thousand. Yeah. But you have more than enough to get it functional now. Yeah, we do. Assuming that doesn't uh, assuming that doesn't split evenly. <laughs> no, that's party fund. Oh well. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, Mr. Liv, uh, do you know if your family's planning on moving into town or staying more to um, the forest? I think for now they were going to stay in the forest, but I can talk to them. I mean, not to be macabre, but I feel like there's more than enough room if they wanted to take in, up residence hmm, inside the town limits. Hmm. 
Oh, this town, probably not. All right. But I, I, I'll talk. Smart. I'll talk to them before before we go. Okay. And yeah, Till's just gonna wait until he can get uh, Kendall alone. <laughs> uh, um, if if, if, there, if there doesn't seem to be like a group project that people are working on, I'm actually gonna go see the uh, the false Hydra. When it died, did it just it just turned into goo, right? It dissolved, yes, into into a okay, strange yeah. liquid. So then I'm actually gonna go. I'm gonna go back down into the tunnels and see if there's anything any. Having already like secreted provided the town's like revenue and everything that was that was stuck under here, to the re to the restoration efforts, uh, I'm gonna see if there's any like material debris down here that I could potentially that I could potentially salvage or scavenge, um, for use in crafting projects like just raw materials trying to see if there's anything recoverable there, because that's not gonna be stuff they're looking to use to rebuild the town. So as you sort of drop back down into the tunnels underneath the town hall. Um, the first thing you notice is that the, the like silvery liquid that the creature had dissolved into is almost entirely gone. I will scoop some of that up into a vial if possible. You see, I already did that earlier. Yeah, I know. I just want to get it. I, I'm, I'm, <laughs> yeah, but I want mine. <laughs> I want to get some more samples. To, uh, so we have redundancies. There's not much of it left. You are able to get like a small vial and it is mostly congealed. That's fine. Can I just say I'm very proud of myself for being able to continue to type fully. Right? With well done. Things on. Congratulations. Um, but as you as you look around, um, you get the sense that this thing was not a hoarding creature. It definitely seems to have been the kind of thing that feeds rather than hoards. Oh yeah, no, um, I'm I'm thinking more like material residue, material debris from it just wreck, wreaking havoc through the town rather than something it was collecting. <sighs> um, but uh. This town was relatively small. Uh, most of the materials that you're finding are wood, stone, or like low-quality steel. Um, you're not finding much that would be of practical use in like the building of a dust bucket. At least not here. This is not the kind of place that would have that. Oh, I'm not, I'm not not necessarily even for dust runner. I'm just look. I'm doing a Minecraft thing, or I'm just gonna like finding things that can be reduced down to portable like raw materials i mean yeah you can you can find splinters of wood uh bits of gravel and like scraps of steel yeah yeah and it's like you know spend a day melting that steel down to um things like that even low quality steel ingots are still steel ingots and have and have potential use later on Yeah, that's what I'll spend my day doing, unless unless someone else needs me for something. Oh, unless anyone else has any scenes that they're aiming for, um, presumably, Till finds Kendall. 
Uh -huh. Is Kendall just like chilling with a Mai Tai or something? Probably. Probably yes. Okay. Yep, just chilling in the in in the inn. Okay. Reading um, a book. Till will actually just walk straight up, pull out a chair, sit down, and kind of put his elbows on the table, which is much more of a direct approach, I think, than. Kendall is used to probably seeing him take. Mm -hmm. Miss Fairchild. Oh, hey. What's up? I want you to tell me what's going on. What do you mean? As far as you and I are concerned, something's bothering or annoying or upsetting you regarding me, I think. So let's have it out. I mean, why would you say that? Oh, Reads no reason forward. particularly. Just, you know, your entire behavior recently. Like what? I don't know. I'm just, I, 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 I need examples before maybe I can figure it out. You're not stupid, Miss Fairchild, and we both know that you're not a child anymore. Hmm? That's true. So, have I upset you in some way? Yes or no? You know, I'm not really sure how to answer that. Because, look, I know we're out here and you've got a job from my dad to keep me safe and stuff. Mm -hmm. But I find it really interesting that you say I'm not a child and then whenever things get remotely dangerous, you treat me like one. Also, I can see when things him. aren't dangerous. Also, when we're just sitting or things are kind of dangerous or breathing is happening somewhere on any planet, anywhere. Kind of narrows his eyes a little bit. Mm -hmm. Well, like you say, my job is to keep you safe. So having you in a combat situation, honestly, I feel like there's a number of people who would say I'm breaking your father's rules by even letting that happen. That being said, if I was patronizing or infantilizing you, I feel like there are a number of things that I would have chosen. Like not letting you drive behind really anywhere. I mean, let's be honest. I drive because I'm the best driver here. Exactly. If there was a better choice, 
you'd have oh, I'm, them drive. I'm sure that that would have been arranged, but... As far as things go, I do have a job. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to fulfill that. Mm -hmm. And you're right, there is a balance. Security and freedom tend to operate at odds with each other. I'm just saying that every time things start to get a little violent around us, you turn into a total doof. He wants to make an insight check to see if she's objecting to his tactical choices or just his protectiveness in general. Okay. Okay. It's another 14. <laughs> Apparently he's consistent today. Yes. Okay. Mm. What do you think would be a better standard deployment then? I think look, I'm not gonna do I know you might think I'm dumb but I'm not gonna put myself in a situation where I'm gonna die. I kind of like being alive mm -hmm. and when I go to go where I think I'm most effective in a fight. Mm -hmm. I need you to not abandon any sense of what you're doing and run like a fucking moron across the field to come protect me. I apologize if I've given the impression that you're intellect was subpar you're not dumb miss fairchild i would classify you maybe as a bit impulsive at worst yeah that's fair and whomst among us is not right at times there are in the group that we happen to be traveling with there are a number of individuals who mm. are talented in various ways, but all of them have chosen to engage in hazardous employment. Mm -hmm. And should any of them come to harm, we have the capability to mitigate those circumstances. Mm-hmm. Only one of the people I'm traveling with, however, have I been formally instructed by someone much more powerful and much more in charge to ensure that no harm comes to them. Right. But that said... He's not in the fights. And what's more what's True. more valuable? Protecting me from maybe taking a single hit that I know is coming and I'm ready for 
or solving the whole fight to the best of your ability so it doesn't potentially overwhelm us. And then maybe, sure, I haven't been hit at that point, but everybody else is dead, so it doesn't matter. That's a reasonable perspective. Um, most of the, I would say all of the engagements we've been in, however, haven't been a binary sort of outcome that way. No. Um, I so I, I apologize, but I, I would naturally, and I'm sure you can understand, be inclined to try and make sure both outcomes. Sure. I would... You know, I would. I'm going to disagree with you on that. Okay. The mo uh, the 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 most recent one. Yes, that was a bit more. Mm. That one had a level of drama to it. Mm. You're not wrong. And I started doing something. I don't know if you noticed. Every time I wanted you to go attack something, I just moved close to it. Going to make a retroactive insight check. Mm. Oh, is that what you were doing? Uh-huh. All right. It works, it works disturbingly well. When there's a string, it can be pulled, yes. Mm. And I'm just right. saying, like... Maybe the person who's in charge of the entire group shouldn't have one person who can do that to it. Even if it's someone like me. Part of the reason I was kind of hoping somebody else would be put in charge, but you know. But you're the best person for that. Insight check. Mm. Oh, she 100% believes that. Yeah, he'll actually sit back and like blink at that then. You are absolutely the best choice for that. And then he very quickly sort of changes the subject. Please don't jump down any more holes. Okay. In my defense on that I will one, hear your defense 100%. Mm -hmm. I didn't know it was dead yet. Everybody else was already down there. And I thought I was going to be jumping onto a body that I could, you know, shoot stuff into. All right. Um, obviously, <laughs> with the nonsense that the Dust Knights get into on a regular basis, you are not a novice in terms of violent encounters. Jumping 60 feet down onto a body... Does not hurt any less than jumping 60 feet down onto concrete. As someone who has dived from great heights onto bodies. To be fair, as gelatinous like as that monster floor. was, it hit probably would have cushioned like your fall pretty hit well. the body like a floor. God damn it, Craig. Uh, <laughs> and mo I think most of the people that had already been down the hole at that point either had very significant shock absorbent armor or could fly but granted you you made an analysis in the moment and mm -hmm. thought you, you thought you were engaging in an activity much safer than it actually turned out to be and also i 
look, if I don't, if, if, in that situation, let's say it's a live still, mm-hmm. everybody else jumps down. I'm just like up there like, huh, I guess it's time for me to get a drink. Well, I mean, like these, it wasn't are, too far away that you no. couldn't have shot it from where you No, but you, you know what I'm saying. No, I, I understand. This is a group and I've got, I, I've got, I have to. All right. I'm already in the hole with some of these people as it is. All right. So. Well, in terms of keeping you safe on that front, then. As you probably have already divined, I'm not the most socially adept out of this group. Is there anything I can do to help with you or apparent social standing amongst nah, I certain... don't think so. All right. Mm. We'll see how it goes. It's fine. All yeah, right. don't worry. Don't worry about if I take a hit here and there or if I do Daddy has mo- I'm not my only I'm not I have many siblings. You know that. And they, I don't know if you know what they do. I know I'm kind of not supposed to know what they do. Are you trying to say that you're expendable? No. Oh, okay. But there is a certain level of learning how to do things that you're kind of supposed to do. And while that's not, daddy doesn't think that that's, I assume he doesn't think that this is, this is what this is for and it's not, but it's not going to hurt if I figure some of that out. All right. I think I think I understand. Before I either come back or run away forever, whichever it is, (laughs) you didn't hear that. I did not, and I wasn't aware that sort of impulse was even on the table. It's not. Oh, all right. Well, good. Then there's nothing for me to have heard. That is disturbingly (laughs) reminiscent of her father. (laughs) It's not. Eyes glow. Not even like that. Like not even like with the emphasis. Just it's not right, and mm-hmm. it's just the look in the eyes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Faint bit, like, of, faint bit of gold in the eye, in like, the iris. This is a statement. It's fact, and you just mm-hmm. have to comply with the fact right. that it's a fact. All right. I apologize for making you feel patronized. It's okay. Fixed now. Excellent. She picks up her drink and there is a long sound of sucking through a straw. (laughs) Like at the ice at the bottom of a cup. Kind of, right, yeah. Mm -hmm. All right, then. Well, we'll see what happens next, I suppose. Let me know if you need anything, please, Miss Fairchild. Will do. And he'll get up and fuck off. Mm. 
other people who might have scenes. At some point, Mr. wants to talk to her family about like what their plans are moving forward. And if they're going to stay here. Or I mean, they did relocate. say previously that they were planning on staying here at least for a little while. Yes, but she doesn't know what their definition of a little while is. You don't think they have a definition? You're pretty certain that they're just going to stay here as long as they want to? And they don't know how long that is. Is there some way she can keep in, like, communications with them? I mean, you can As she's traveling? Calm signals, because some of them have comms now. Okay. She she will do that then, before she take goes. Their, take their phone number. Excellent. <clears throat> Give them the phone number of the ship, etc., etc. Five 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 six nine six nine. No, uh, four twenty six nine six nine. Okay. You're about th- you're about six digits too short for a galactic phone number. <laughs> I was going to say, for legal purposes, please do not call that number. <laughs> or do I want to know what's what's on the other end of it? No, nope, I mean it depends on the area code. <laughs> don't listen to Sen. <laughs> don't randomly dial numbers that people make up on the internet. I guarantee that whoever has that number across multiple zones gets way too many phone calls already. Yep. Please do not, make their life <laughs> Please do not continually harass this unfortunate individual. Like whoever whoever has the unfortunate privilege of having 8675309. Oh yeah, no, that's well documented. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> But I think at some point it actually just got bought by a. Yeah, no, some no point. Some company. There's, yeah, there's absolutely no point. Like I feel like people would be like, "Please don't give me that phone number." Look, the number of people that I know who had to tell their phone company that Pennsylvania six five thousand was not the number they wanted. Glenn Miller jokes for those of you that enjoy them. Anyway, I'm there. I'm thanks. Um, <laughs> I recognize it, but listen, six five thousand. The thing that always registers to me first is Transylvania, not Pennsylvania. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Because yeah, that movie mm-hmm. underrated as fuck. By the way, <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking about. There uh, is a there's a horror comedy called Transylvania six five thousand uh-huh. with. Jeff Goldblum, and I don't remember who. It's like an it's an eighties. I do. It's I, Gina Davis, my friend. That is Gina Davis. That's right. Yep. It's when I say horror comedy, I mean supernatural comedy. There's no actual horror in it. That was um, at the risk of too much information. That was Craig's. Oh, this is what puberty is. Movie. No, <laughs> legit. <laughs> Anyways. Um, bees will just assist Coltarn if Coltarn will let them. Yeah, sure. We're just gathering raw materials. They like that. That's simple. Ooh, nice. It's on Prime Video. <laughs> just set up a little, set up a little temporary foundry. Just smelting old, just smelting uh, old broken steel into ingots so all right 
unless there are more conversations to be had. Nope. I'm good. Another day passes. Uh, Mistel, yeah, you, you learn from your family that for the most part, they're playing it by ear. They think they're going to stay here for a while. They don't know how long that is, but until something makes them move, basically. And she will, yeah, she'll get the comm link from them and everything. And but before she's planning on staying or going, yeah, she, she'll let them know that she's she's gonna go travel with this group for a while. They're glad that you're out finding adventure, but you're always welcome back home, wherever home happens to be at the time. She she will hug all of them. So eventually the day passes. You all get another night's rest. And assuming nothing else happens over that, you wake up the next morning. Heading out in the morning. Mr. Got to go get some diamonds. Mm. Yeah. We're glad you're coming with us. Thanks, Reese. We're glad you found the rest of your swarm. You can call them a family. Okay. We're family too, right? Yeah, you are. I think... My time spent with you guys. You have become a family to me. And now that I know where my my other family is, I can come back and see them. We left them more honey. Thank you. Thank you, Beast. I'm sure they will appreciate that. That's back to the tree or whatever where Mistress family. And they're like, why won't the door open? <laughs> stacked honey mochi outside alright in the car back on the road yep you got most of a day and a night's journey if you're, if you're driving straight without any brakes uh, Driving straight without brakes, not insignificantly over the speed limit. <laughs> so you you pass most of the day, and then it's definitely a point where uh, Colt like just go over the comms because he's up in the turret, and Colt just goes, "Look, Kendall, I did check. This vehicle does have working brakes. I know." Wanted to make sure. <laughs> They'll probably be need to, need to be replaced in about three weeks. That's because I'm taking it easy. Is there any traffic on the road? Not a lot. You're heading you're heading into the city from a very rural area. Most of the traffic is going in the same direction as you. Um, 
Oh, good. So we're we're presumably passing lots of people. Oh yes. Bees is just it, like sort of cheerfully screaming at the obscenities at all of them that he that they've learned from Kendall as they go past. Fantastic. Uh, Mistles over there. Bees. Not the best idea. We're learning to drive. Kendall. An integral part of the process, to be sure. <laughs> what? I feel like you're not teaching bees the best stuff. I'm teaching bees is bees yelling is not part of the thing. That's just for fun. Okay, it is fun. See? Up yours! As other car goes past. Now they know the difference. Uh, understanding the difference is half the battle. <laughs> As we make almost exactly a 90 degree turn from like... <laughs> from about like 80 miles an hour. Yep. Yep. Just a hairpin turn in a hover truck. <sighs> Sorry. Get back to town. It's it is probably just past midnight when the vehicle arrives back into the city limits of Highbark. Would it be possible to get the materials that I need to prepare the dust runner here? Understanding Probably. that I don't work, I don't work like like a druid does when I build things. Guess who does? You're not building the dust runner. Is it bees? <laughs> I can help. And no, it's not bees. Well, I mean, sort of it's bees, but not effectively. Like, would I be able to get like metals and 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 things, the sorts of things that I would that I would use to build? Theoretically, it is even more expensive than finding juridic parts. Then I will make a note of the nearest pla of the nearest place where I could get supplies for repairing the dust runner. That isn't here. What are the other other vehicles that we're seeing made of? Are they made of the druidic like plant-based materials the vast majority of them are you'll see an occasional like technological vehicle um usually um uh something more generic like goblin make um uh which would be like your your standard like sports car style like very ah, sleek hard edges. goblins the Honda Civics of Stardust. <laughs> In terms of regular vehicles, kind of, yes. <laughs> it's a Corolla. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, honestly. Um... But, uh, yeah, you've, uh, you arrive back in Highbark. Where are you headed, Kendall? Straight to Tony's? Um, it's only midnight. 
<laughs> Please say yes. He's just getting started. <laughs> right. <laughs> He's only been open a couple hours at this point. Right. <laughs> so, yeah, absolutely. Right. Amazing. So, yeah, you careen around some of the corners of the city uh -huh. uh, and eventually pull to a screeching halt um, in front of uh, a shop that is like between two alleys. Uh, I was going to say, what does the CD side of Highmark look like? I gotta know. <laughs> um, honestly, mostly overshadowed by boughs. It's, right. it's, the, it's the place where the it's the place where the trees grow thick enough that most of the sunlight is gone. Yep. Um, and uh, like between the alleys of two massive tree structures. There is like a series of roots that form smaller buildings out of their out of their general bulk. Being um, about the city has a different meaning here. My Im my image is kind of like if New York City was 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 made out of wood. Basically, yeah. If like, all of New York City was made out of trees and yeah, life and wood. Like, so, there so are, are we in the Bowery? Fuck you. No. <laughs> Fuck <laughs> off, Craig. God Thank you it. and good night. <laughs> I'm angry because it's such a good, it's good. reference. It's a too. solid good, a solid you. good pun. Because it's something that most people wouldn't think of, but it's iconically New York. Oh God damn it! Um, Miss <laughs> uh, Fremont, what are we doing here? I didn't spend five years running a World of Darkness New York online site and know right. all of the little details. Yeah, motherfucker. Um, anyways, but yeah, my I, I, I imagine it like as much as you know, you've got the 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 uh, fucking penthouses and like the um. The huge gated communities out in the in, in the further boroughs. This is like fucking um, garment district, like <laughs> back alley, surrounded by pawn shops and. Oh yeah. Where this, is the dis this is the disreputable part of the grove. Yep. So yeah, and uh, yeah, there's a there is a like in the like the larger trees that make up significant buildings have like root structures that forms the smaller like sub the sub buildings out of them, and one of these root structures has a sign hanging from it that is illuminated and says "Not Wood Fine." Uh, that be it, and is this is the shop you're looking for? So yeah, hop out immediately. Just walk right in. Hang on a second. <laughs> so Till will, as Kendall hops out, will be like, "Miss Fairchild, what are we doing here? We're getting diamonds. Remember, I was getting Yay! diamonds. You're, you're getting diamonds from someone whose shop is near Fungus Alley. From Tony, yes. This is the part of town where a chipmunk will sell you crack cut with hazel pollen. I mean, look." Usually Tony comes to the house 
but like uh, we were closer to just stop by so how do you know that about the chipmunks still yes if somebody here has pollen you have to tell us it's pollen that has bad stuff in it you don't want to eat it <laughs> Kendall has missed we'll find you a decent source of shit she's gone which did anybody see which door <laughs> before she leaves mistle when she gets off mistle will sit on kindle's shoulders so okay she's with her. okay fair enough then she won't miss till just tries face. to figure out which door she went in and follow yeah, she just subtly like walked away <laughs> as, as... Right, yeah, yeah, i mean you could take you could take mistle with you when you miss your step actually yeah even better step even <laughs> even fucking better because i've been kind of waiting to do this i will use one of my two precious spell slots hey yo major image there is just a kendall standing there waiting patiently. Oh, okay. <laughs> so till will just turn over because it's investigation right to tell if something's I what's, your spell, so. what's your spell what's your spell safety investigation versus spell uh, 16. safety oh. You God damn, yeah, right. So, so Till just turns over. All right, Miss Fairchild, lead on, I guess. As the image of just, uh, Kendall yeah, because she didn't program there. it to talk or anything. <laughs> it was just a momentary distraction. It's just nodding. Uh huh. <laughs> it's just standing. It's just standing there, like mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. Every now and then, all right. Every now and then, it it, it will pull uh, its it drink, which oddly refills like every. <laughs> okay. like I feel like Till gets minute. to make it an advantage yes. at this point. <laughs> I feel like it would take like a minute for it to refill okay. itself, though. We'll go. We'll go. Every go now with, and then, she's like, "Go with Tony." <laughs> either, yeah, either, like... either Miss Kendall has decided to ignore your very existence, or that's a hologram. I'm I'm picturing like. Will I am from the I'm a bee video when I'm a bee, I'm a bee. Just yep. like perpetually pouring <laughs> would, the drink. And I'm gonna say because I will not want it, definitely takes Coltarn a few minutes of careful consideration before he gets to that <laughs> that, 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 <laughs> to that conclusion. So <laughs> Mistle's not there. Yeah. Because she went with the actual Kindle. Yep. yep. Right. Yep. Mm -hmm. We'll figure it out eventually. But you guys get <laughs> while while they're figuring out that illusion. Amazing. Uh Kendall, you walk in. Uh, and, uh, the, the thing, the first thing you hear is, ah, all right, yeah, get, get these things to the boys before they gotta finish everything up. Just, just don't fuck, no, don't fuck it up, all right? And you, you step inside and you see someone disappearing out a back door as the... Hi, Bruno! The, the uh, the, the, the troll who is heading out just sort of waves a scaly hand. Uh, as as they're leaving, and the uh, the I somewhat really, side note, uh, I really wish I could do a good New York accent because that was my wish for this character. <laughs> uh, the 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 somewhat heavier set half elf um, uh, who is Tony uh, sort of looks over uh, as you enter. Ah, Kendall, good to see you. Oh, you Hi, those, I'm Mistel. Yeah, this is Mistel. Ah, nice to meet you. Hi. Pleasure uh, to meet you. I'm Kendall, Tony. where are the others? They call me Tony Oh, they're Pine. outside. It's fine. Oh, uh, uh, okay. 
Yeah, I'm Tony. They call me Tony Fine. Yep. Pleasure to fine. see you. So <laughs> you here so, for yeah. the, you here for those yep. diamonds, yeah? Yep. Yeah, yeah. Man, I right. picked them up yet? Oh, oh yeah. They, they they came in they came in uh, actually just this evening. So, oh my god, uh, you're the best. Uh, and so he reaches under the desk and pulls out a very finely crafted box and sets it on the table and flips it open. There are four diamonds about the size of quarters. Uh, in... Take them out, look at them, make sure they're good. Yep. All right, perfect. And she will, yep, she will pay. I'm pretty sure she has platinum. Um, so she will pay 1,200 gold in platinum. So uh, you you play that you pay that out you lay it on the table ah please family discount and he takes it separates it out and hands you back a chunk of it okay uh, as the twelve hundred gold worth of diamonds were given to you for nine hundred and sixty okay nine hundred and sixty yes are you a member of Kendall's family no uh, but Kendall's family are good friends of ours oh okay it's an extended family kind of thing but not family but family you know oh no yeah yeah I get it yeah. I get, yeah. yeah. Okay. It's a big family. We take care of each other. Yep, exactly. That, inclu- that includes discounts on important things like Revival Diamond. Yep. I assume, I don't, I, I'm not sure if that's why Peace wants it, but I mean, he wants diamonds, so. Man. I mean, Revival Quality Diamond has like a lot of uses. That's just the one that's most famous. Right. That's why right. they're called Revival Quality. Yep, legit. Please tell me that Tony has to roll like a history check to figure out which member of the organized crime groups in High Bark of the guy who we just call Bees uh, is that he (laughs) thinks Kendall's talking about. (laughs) You know what? Hang on. (laughs) Yeah, we call him Bees, you know, because his nose buzzes when he inhales real hard. (laughs) They're just all of a sudden wondering, oh, God. What? Wait, that, why are you in that, the, What crime family is Which family? Which which other crime family scion is Kendall fucking right now? Like, wait, is that is that Rico? Is Rico the one they call bees? No, 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 no. Sorry. Ew. Ew. No, this is actual bees. But they have to run that one by better. me. They smell much better than that bees, let me tell you. Mm. No, no, bees, like... It's a hive of bees. Yeah. Oh, you mean I mean, actual you... bees. He's from the next borough over. No, 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 actual bees spelled with like a K? Yeah, no, no, he's from Jersey. No, it's, 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 it's bees is their name. They are, they, they are Bees. You know what? That sounds like some face shit, and it's probably above my pay grade. How many times can you say bees in one sentence? <laughs> Please tell me this guy is like a half elf with a beer gut and a comb over. You are one hundred percent accurate. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Tony is officially my favorite NPC. <laughs> All right, Shani. Like when this campaign is over, we need to come back and have like a crime procedural set yes. in High Bar. <laughs> that is the next game. Also, if you guys think I am not making notes for when we get back to Werewolf and I need like past members of Sal's crew. Oh no. <laughs> So yeah, legit- it was all my legitimately, guys. you know, Tony Diamonds, actual bees, 
The whole, the whole crew. Nothing, nothing would make me happier than for other people to take my setting and run with it. Please. Salt. Anyway, uh, we've got to run. We've we in town. You know how it is. But it's good to see you. Um. Yeah, and then she just turns and goes. All right, see you later. Uh, not good with exits. Let let your pops know that I got everything he was looking for. All right, we'll do. I don't think. I think he's elsewhere right now, but 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 I will pass the message along for sure. Fair enough. Let me know if you need any more business. All right. As you just accidentally hand Tony Fine some of the best possible intel. Elias Fairchild is out of town. Holy fuck, guys! <laughs> so yeah, and then we just head out. Probably right about the time that you guys realize, mm -hmm. wait a minute. Yeah, so so about, at about this time, you realize you're talking to an illusion. Might be a hologram. And then Kendall walks out. And then I walk through the hologram <laughs> as you're like reaching out for the for the face. Right. Like you're, you're like you're like tentatively reaching a hand out like you're about to try and put it through, and then Ken and the actual Kendall walks through the illusion. Through, right. And I accidentally boop her on the nose. Yeah. Right. Exactly. <laughs> oh. Uh, Hi. Hey. We're good. Good. Bees. Oh, you had us a bit worried, but that was a very right. convincing illusion. Yeah. Hand over the case. <laughs> oh. Are these are these the diamonds? Yep, four of them. Wow, that's a lot less than the stars in the sky. <laughs> <laughs> Depends on fair, which planet you're on, bees. You did ask for as close as possible, and that seems to be as okay. close as possible. Bees sort of. Some of the bees will come down. They're just the like the hive armor hand is is out and holding them, but bees will settle onto it and. Uh, lift up the lid. Yeah, and there are of... four quarter-sized diamonds that are up, that are revival grade, or revivify. Revival grade one, I should say. Bees right. is just quiet. So, uh, bees, what are you going to do with those? Do you think? Mm -hmm. We don't know. They don't really look. We thought they'd look more like stars. They will once there's brighter lights around. We're kind of in a shady spot right now, you know? I, I, I reach over, like, pulling a flashlight out of a toolkit, click it on, and then hold it around so that the light hits the diamonds. And yeah, like, on revival-grade diamonds, especially even in, even in low revival-grade, um, there is, like, a pearlescence that is, that is quite obvious as, like, the light refracts into a myriad of different colors as it passes through the latticework of this relatively pure Tony That's said, why we wanted them. Tony said these are revival grade, so I don't know if you're if if you're looking to do that. I don't know if you can do that. We don't but, know what that um, is. Uh, bring people back from being dead. Okay. Undead. Um, think, we if that's what so. you're using for, great. If you just want them because they're pretty, there you go. They are pretty. Yeah. Coltarn, can we have your flashlight? Yes, I will just hand bees the flashlight. Okay, um, it's just like a little bees, pen light. The bees will sort of start um, spinning the flashlight. Will sort of put it into the neck hole 
uh, of the of the hive armor and start spinning around it, and then we'll weave um, like a delicate lattice work above it with the four stones. Um, uh, I think like one. Are they are they equal in size or are there slight variations in size? They're roughly identical in size. Okay. Um, so just sort of forming kind of a diamond, uh, like a vertical diamond above it, and the light, the flashlight shines up into it. Question: Does I forget? Does Bees's armor have a helmet associated with it, or just no? Okay, it's, it's so, just an it's just right, a, it's, neck a hole. it's a headless horseman situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's right. it's mm -hmm. just a neck hole because that's how they get in and out of the hive. Right. Inside. So so bees is now tooling around with yes. Right. Did you just create a disco ball in the neck or above the neck? Now that so that you now have it's, a disco it, ball it, ahead. It's, it's like it's like looking at a. I can't remember if it was. I can't honestly. This is terrible, but I can't remember if they did it in like the big budget Peter Jackson one. But I remember in the old Ralph Bakshi Lord of the Rings. There was a scene where the Lord of the Nazgul took off the hood and it was like just a crown and two glowing eyes floating in midair. That's kind of the vibe here. Like it right. looks like four eyes just glowing and floating in midair. With a little bit of a Luxor kind of. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I don't believe they did it in. in I don't think they did. No, they did live action. So you now also, have a face is what we're saying. Yeah. No. <laughs> Very clearly, no face, just eyes, sort of. You look kind of like a lich. Yeah. That's amazing. <laughs> a lich where somebody yanked the skull really fast and the eye lights haven't caught up to it yet. <laughs> yeah, so exactly. I appreciate every anytime somebody references the superior Lord of the Rings film. <laughs> Diamond, no, diamonds don't sparkle for poor man's it, eyes. It, it looks, there's a little bit of the vibe of like... Um, uh, like a Bioware game when the head hasn't loaded in yet, but the eyeballs are just there. <laughs> I'm, gonna tell you, I'm going to tell you honestly, bees, that is a little creepy. That yeah. is awesome. We 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 made our we made our own little constellation. Uh, the I think that's fantastic, bees. The only thing you probably already know this. But if you do have to be sneaky, you'll probably want to turn the flashlight off. Okay. This is the just, best just thing for when ever. You're being, just for when you're being sneaky. The rest of the time, leave it on. It's fine. So cool. <laughs> Mistle like a moth to flames just sitting on me. <laughs> Amazing. Trying to catch. This is the best. Don't ever turn it off. Okay. Uh, in that case, we like we'll your advice you, better, In Mistle. that case, we'll need to get you a helmet or something so that... At least the disco ball doesn't give it you away. We can weave one. <laughs> okay, don't look this up if you have was it trypophobia. But the um, uh, has anyone seen the picture of like the the wasp hive built on a mannequin head? Yeah, that's definitely what bees can do. Ah. To <laughs> if you got trypophobia, yeah, if, no, don't, don't. If you'd don't like, attack. I could make you a helmet that could just sort of attach to the armor. Oh, okay. We'd like that. I will make bees a helmet. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> one that has a one that has like a. Uh, ooh, actually. Uh, I'll make bees a helmet that has like an energy face guard so that it can be 
open as much as bees want so that there's no restriction. But if bees needs to be like in a vacuum space and all the bees are inside the suit, it can close and keep and maintain an atmosphere inside the suit. Of note, bees, there was a helmet with this armor originally. You're pretty certain you've left it in the spot that you made your hive in the ship. Yeah, it didn't it didn't fit. It made it too hard to get in and out. Um, I rolled a one. I don't remember what it looked like. <laughs> all right. Well, if that's all the fungus alley business we have, uh, mm-hmm. we should find a place to crash for the night and then see if there's anything on the job board or anything like that tomorrow. Gideon's I mean... mom used to run a special at their place on something called Fungus Alley. I'm sure they did, bees. And gets back into the vehicle. <laughs> <laughs> I am, by sure. the way, cor- I am, by the way, correct in remembering that, yes, my dad is actually not here right now. Uh, correct. He's off at Severinus, right? With uh... He had been. Uh, you suspect that he would probably be headed back soon, so he probably will be home relatively shortly. Okay. I just, he's coming. Jesus. I see, yeah. Okay. <laughs> We can st- we we can probably stay at my place, at least for tonight, or on the ship. Does it have enough room for all of us? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Mister looks really confused. All right. Well, <clears throat> and I, it's I mean, your we home, can also Mr. stay on the Jeb. ship too. That's fine. That's fine too, whatever everybody wants to do. I just figured, you know, we're here at offer. Oh, that shouldn't have been an advantage. Mm. But mm. Till's willing to see how this goes. Mm. You have the wheel, Miss Fairchild. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah. We'll move away from. We, uh, uh, away from the shitty parts of the city. We're going to the opposite end of the bell curve. We're going to the now. opposite <laughs> end. Like the gated community driving up. There are guards. So with the with the established description that I've given you of how this city builds a lot of its stuff, uh, what does your home look like? I feel like... I mean, I feel like it's kind of its own, uh, own, not community, but like its own, it is the equivalent of like a gated community mm-hmm. or ga- gated, uh, like uh, an uh, estate, <laughs> like in a fucking estate. Exactly. Um, uh, uh, probably multiple levels of, 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 of tree, um, uh probably number of smaller smaller structures that are like guest houses around um definitely guards um that don't look like guards but anybody with half a brain can tell that they're 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 more thugs than guards really but you know they're guards um of various fey fey types um 
uh, feel like because it's because because it's his place and not mine. It's ornate and 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 very nice, but not gaudy. Like this is not like the Trump place or anything like that. Mm -hmm. Um. Is the implication that Kendall's place is like Trump's place? I no, <laughs> yes, no. Amazing. Like not that no. That gaudy, but not that tacky. Because Kendall has taste. Right. Fair. Mm. Fair. That's it. That's actually a great distinction. Like Trump is that rare combination of gaudy and tacky. Right. Yeah. Mm. 10-year-old got a blank check style of... A of, of... little bit, little bit. As opposed to Kendall, who's like someone who was brought up with taste and also wants to just do whatever... The Ken- fuck Kendall would go to the opulent. Yes. Rather, rather than the, this is too wealthy to quite qualify as kitsch, but otherwise it would be. Right, exactly. <laughs> um... So all of you are greeted to this enormous estate with a gate that is made of massive thorn row bushes. These ima- like like walls of thorns, essentially, that form the walls and gates of this community. Um, the uh, the lawn itself is grown with a variety of different grasses and patterns that sort of form these arcane swirls across the the entire breadth of the lawn um the buildings themselves are individual trees that have grown and taken shape into larger housing structure and the central building is a massive thick oak the the trunk probably this probably dozens of feet in span um the uh the entire structure rising several levels up into the sky with outbranching canopies and uh balconies made of branches that have grown round and and flat enough to stand on um with a variety of different almost ethereal looking uh decorative plants growing in different patterns forming um aesthetic uh adjustment that is both uh a show of wealth and opulence and power but also directed to a sense of artistry this is this is a uniform design that is meant to convey the presence of the one who owns it um and as you look around, you can see walking trees that act as that act as sentinels. Uh, there is a quickling that sort of darts around the uh, the the lawn at high speed, uh, sort of observing and keeping and keeping tabs and communicating between different guard shifts. Um, you can see uh, fey hounds that sort of blink out in and out of existence while wandering around. Uh, there is a Frightful menagerie of various fake creatures and individuals wandering, acting, having conversations. There is in the in the middle of this like swirling garden, there appears to be an abnormally tall and lanky fey creature that looks almost like it's made of bones and sinew. 
it's that thin, but it's long arm just sort of curls up and reaches forward and grabs a small chess piece and lifts it and moves it forward on its two long limbs and drops it down. While its opponent, who seems to be a being made out of pure liquid, uh, just sort of sloshes forward with this pure water that sort of grabs another piece and slots it forward. Uh, all of this you see as the thorn that does the thorn wall that forms the front gate of this house of his home twists and peels apart to admit the vehicle. Uh, as the as as Kendall drives the vehicle in, and it she definitely slows down. We wraps get itself around, <laughs> wraps itself back together as you pass yep. through. If if there's somebody nearby as you go in. Bees just clear cheerfully screams, Get out of the way, motherfucker. <laughs> Fine. That Till is visibly on edge. Like if Till was a cat, his back would be arched and his tail would be about three times the size of the rest of his body. And Mistle roll insight on Till. Sure. I mean, I don't have very much. 19. <laughs> oh yeah. Mm. I'm not even going to roll for that. Till is not able to hide that level of unease that he's got. Mistel will fly over and sit on Till's shoulder. He'll jump a little bit. You okay? Yes. No. Everything's fine. You're not okay. He'll just give you a very quiet sort of look mm-hmm. looks typically are quiet yeah in a level of this is not something we're going to talk about out loud sort of way right i'm i'll be all right okay i'm gonna stay right here she sits on his shoulder He'll reach up and sort of just kind of pat the outside of her hand with one fingertip, you know. Mm-hmm. As we've driven by the two the the two chess players. Hi, Sadie. Hi, Jackie. <laughs> the 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 lanky Not ones. Not real of... names, but you can't pronounce yeah. their real names with humanoid yeah. throat. So yeah, the... that's Sadie and that's Jackie. The uh, the lank the lanky one, uh, Sadie, sort of waves a, a like bony long fingered hand as you pass by and the liquid one Jackie just sort of bubbles happily as you pass. Yep. And drive in, find a place to park the, the car that looks ridiculously out of place with all the other vehicles in here. <laughs> yeah, as the like black steel armored vehicle sort of stands out amongst variously like wooden plant-grown sedans and, like, uh, one, like, very long, sleek limo. (laughs) Amazing. Yep, legit. And we roll up in the muddy Hummer. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck yes. Oh, God, fuck. Sorry, I can't say what I just thought. I think we we know where you were going with it. Mm Mm-hmm. Your fault. You're uh, the one who said it. Uh, yep, yep, yep. Okay, it took me a second, but I got there. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. 
But yeah, pull up, get out. All right. Um, well, dad, dad's not going to be here yet, I'm sure. Um, but regardless, we don't want to bother him or anyone, so uh, we can just go go to go to my wing. Um, but your wing. Uh huh. Yes. There's a the look on Kuldarn's face indicates that he is unable to comprehend what that means. A wing <laughs> is a portion of the house, like a large portion of the the section, and and we're gonna go to go to mine. And the house uses it to fly. I mean, there. Why was... don't you lead the way, Miss Fairchild? There mm. is the oh, okay. <laughs> there is the there there is the 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 Aracocra family who's the wing of their house is because they live on a rock, but that's 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 totally different. Um, yeah, this way. West wing, walk and talk, walk and talk. Yep, yep. <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, yeah, no. Uh, Tail is actively sort of like ushering people along, uh, and definitely very obviously has his head on a swivel. Yeah, missile's staying on his shoulder, just kind of patting him on the shoulder a little bit. Uh, most of the servants in, inside the house itself appear to be these like well dressed, um, like in like pin black and green suits, mannequins with like blank faces that are just completely like featureless ovoid indentations where eye sockets would be but no actual eye sockets like faint outline of a nose man wearing gloves wearing gloves yes yes we can fix them <laughs> they they say nothing and just acquiesce to whatever desire someone of relative importance requests no bees i can't uh, er, Every time I say that, somebody tells me he's uh, he or she isn't worth it. So I don't know if we should. Anyway, um, <laughs> Bees doesn't understand it, but I thought that was delightful. <laughs> so yeah, just just sort of make our way through, go over over to my area of the house. So. Which I you've seen, you've seen, you've seen the regality clean, and the like, the like, the like uniformity of artistry that exists for most of this house. Yeah. What does Kendall's wing look like? Kendall's is so. I feel like the wing, like it's big enough that once she's gotten tired of like grown out of things, she goes to different rooms. And just lives in those rooms. Um, so, so she doesn't are so much leave several... phases as they just sort of reside in her wake. Correct. Okay. So that means so so functionally, there are several. Di the the wing essentially uh, uh, equates to several different snapshots of Kendall's life growing up. Amazing! That's brilliant. Um, there's there's one section of rooms that is incredibly pink. Yes. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> like from the point that she was able to have her own area, like yeah, there 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 was probably like I feel like eight to ten was very much the pink era. That was the Elwood's um, phase. Uh, and 
There is, there's probably one room that is the moody goth room. I was about to say, I feel like the like almost adjacent to each other is the pink section and the black 100%. section. 100%. <laughs> and it is the like, I'm into, I'm, I'm into super creepy, like, like, I say, I say horribly offensive things to shock, like the worst kind of like prepubescent or, or, or pubescent goth. Not just a goth, but an edge goth. An edgy goth. Absolutely. Um, but it's all, regardless of what it is, it's all over-furnished. Um, Old library uh, of black dog publications. Oh, God. No, no. She... Because we said she does have taste. Yeah, she has taste and she does have class. Um, (laughs) Just Black Sabbath albums all over the place. I love. There are there are fantastic Black Doc books out there. Mm -hmm. Like three of them. Um, But yeah, so like everything is over furnished. Um, uh, uh, Uh. there is no sense of you know the 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 famous fashion quote of like before you leave the house take something off no it's before you leave the house add 17 things (laughs) and that is her rooms (laughs) basic uh and so yeah the uh and he clearly doesn't like throwing anything out because she doesn't yeah, she just leaves whatever yep. she didn't want anymore in the room that she left yep. it in. And goes to a different room to never see it again. I mean, and I'm going to be honest, and I know this is terrible. There are probably some pets running free from the earlier years. And the, ser- the, the servants are just taking care of them. Yeah, it's absolutely. Extent. 100%. There's there's absolutely a literal-ass fucking unicorn running around the, the pink section. Whoa, a literal ass-fucking unicorn. <laughs> Listen, that uh, horn has many uses. <laughs> so going back to the muddy Hummer. Hmm. <laughs> Amazing. But as you, welcome, as all everybody. of you, there's a place in Atlanta you can get, there's a place in Atlanta you can get a muddy Hummer for twenty bucks. As you gaze upon the probably also a unicorn ass fucking <laughs> ridiculous splendor of of uh, the variety of rooms that is Kendall's wing of this building. Kendall, why is there that... a T Rex stomping through the halls? Oh, that's Jay. He's a miniature T Rex. So cute when I got him. <laughs> yeah, he was real small. I put he fit in my purse. I thought they said teacup Rex. Yes. It is a miniature T Rex because it does still fit in the halls, but right. it is still a large creature. <laughs> uh, but uh, with that, that is where we end for the week. Say goodbye, everybody. Bye, everybody. Bye. 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 Goodbye.